Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Up The Guts podcast. Joining you as always is your host, Tricky, and my co-host, Will. How are you, mate? I'm good. Trent, how are you? Yeah, not too bad. Got a bit of, you got a bit of the sickness over last week. How are you feeling now? Oh, a lot better, a lot better. Yep, and uh, obviously we had the interview of Harry. Did you manage to catch up with that? I did. Very good interview. Did you like it? Yeah. It was good. Yeah, it was a very good interview. I thought he was um, very good with his answers and that. And um, rumour has it, since he's been over here, you know, he's a goody two-shoes when he was over here, didn't drink. Yeah. He's a big drinker now. A big drinker? Remember, has he passed out skies? But anyways, let's um, <laughs> let's move on. Um, obviously, the All-Australian squad was released as well before we move on to other stuff. Was there any surprises or people that you thought should have been in that weren't in? Uh, one surpri- I was surprised uh, John Newcomb made the 44 squad. I was surprised Luke Jackson made the 44-man yeah, squad. Yeah, true. I was, do you know who was the biggest, one of the biggest robberies? Tim Tarano. Yes. Yeah, true. How, how Tim Tarano doesn't make the squad is like beyond me. But we'll find out my final All-Australian teams at the end. And uh, I think we'll do the Andrew Phillips um, all the way until the grand final. So then we'll right. release the team on the grand final. But it was a weird round of footy to end it, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. A lot of teams trying. Do, do you want to take teams. this game since you were there? Or? Yeah, I can. So Friday night. Oh, you had front row seats. Collingwood. So. I did. Mm. Second row, actually, mate. Come on. You were on the goals, weren't you? Yeah, right behind the goals. <laughs> Send us the photo. I love the photo you sent us of Andrew Phillips. Oh, well, <laughs> got straight in front of me. Yeah, our oh, God. Um, Essendon versus Collingwood. Uh, Collingwood Such defeat. Essendon, 101 to 31. Goal kickers, Wiedemann with two and Langford with one. Majacek, three. Guinea, three. Elliott, two. Lipinski, Cameron McStay, Mitchell, Penderbury, Day, Pendlebury, Dacos, Dagoe, Hill, all with one. Disposals, Merritt with 36, 83% efficiency, nine score involvements. Laverde with 31, 80%, 87% efficiency. Parrish with 29 with six clearances. Mitchell had 33 with seven clearances, six tackles. Dugowie, 27, eight inside, 57 score involvements. And Dacos, Josh, that is, 25 in his 100th game. Fast start from the Pies, eight goals to none in the first quarter. What was the atmosphere like when, the, when we were just piling on goals? Oh, it was good. Yeah. Uh, were you at the end where we were kicking first First quarter? Uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. sorry. Um, how Was that the Collingwood cheer squad? Yeah, up and about, up and about, were they? Of course, man. yeah, always, of course. especially after um, Guinea's Guinea's massive game and massive first quarter as well. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Uh, do you have the stats for that one? Uh, for his whole game? Nah, for the just the first quarter. Oh, first quarter, yeah. So he was everywhere, wasn't he? I, well, I know, especially watching from home, uh, kicked two goals to go along with nine disposals as well, and he finished with seventeen disposals, three goals, six six scoring Romans and three goals. So I thought it was a magnificent game. For Jack Inovan, it's going to be hard for them to drop him now going into finals, I think. Yeah, he needed that. He needed that big game. Um, I can't believe how quick, like how quickly he started that game. I and know. He was, he was everywhere. He was forward, Generally, back, mid. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. Good to watch from directly in front. <laughs> how bad are the Bombers? What's going on there? What do, you th- what do you personally think? Well, I can't believe Brad Scott came out, what was it, round 20 and said, we're tired. Like we we don't usually at least play a twenty three round season. Yeah, well, true. What's, what's the difference? Like, I well, I don't know. They've actually this past month been dreadful. Yeah, they've been, the last two weeks especially. Yeah, well, been well, they only just beat West Coast and North. Yeah. So last month they've been dreadful, really. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do in the off season. Mm-hmm. But um, what do you reckon their first move should be? Where should where should they be looking to strengthen their side? Oh, or I don't even or, know. or who do you think should um, 
have a big off season? I don't. I don't know. To be honest, like, where where do you go for the bombers? What are your thoughts on it? Well, like I, everyone's going to everyone's going to say the easy Jake Stringer, but like that's just easy a real cop out. I think. What, I think get him back. No, um, everyone will be like Jake Stringer's got to have a big off season, but that's said every year. Yeah. It's really said every year, but the one I'm the one I'm thinking needs to have a big off season is Dylan Shield. Yeah, he yeah, he can dam- he can damage games when he's really informed. So I think he needs to break back into that starting midfield and potentially we not knowing what um, Darcy Parish does if he goes if he stays if he goes he needs to be the one to take um, uh, Parish's spot in that midfield. Yeah, well Essendon have a good midfield mm-hmm. as it stands. They've got Merritt Shield. Coming, one thing I noticed with Merritt, how good was his kicking Friday night? It was good. I was just watching it going, what the hell? And he was hitting some, like, not easy targets either. Oh, no, like contested targets. Or well, not contested, but... Um, in, in congestion. Yeah, congested targets. Um, do you, Have you heard about the parish trade rumours? No. Oh, what about Apparently, it? Apparently, um, he might be heading to the Cattery. Yeah, the Cattery. Um, were they... It was them. Who else was interested? Uh, I can't remember. I think Geelong was the main one yep. that I saw. Which wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, where does that leave Essendon's midfield, though? Yeah, but they got Zach Merritt, Dylan Shield, if he can break into it. And I really like Ben, um, ben Hobbs. Yeah, he was good. So he was good. he's one they can build on. And it'll be interesting to see um, if Nick Cox can get a clean run at it, how good he can be. Yeah. Because he was, first year was magnificent, but he's just been, his body hasn't been right. He's put on a bit of size in the off season. I think he's, I don't know, 80 kilos, but he's like 6'5". Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do in the off-season and how they go about it next year. Uh, lastly, Tipper. Mm. Good good end, although he was robbed of a mark Yeah, in front of goal. Did you say that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was right in front of us. I was, I was hoping you'd, um, he'd get a goal at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see a bit of mail that... Um, People were saying on Instagram and stuff that uh, they feel he shouldn't like have been shared off. Was that the one? Yeah, yeah. Because um, Phillips was yeah. like hard done by. Yeah, not being shared off, and he looked. But like at the same time, I was thinking the same thing. But then I was sitting there um, watching it going. At the same time, who's lifting Phillips up? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, who? You're probably going to have to get the two tools from each team, and like. Yeah. But I don't think Phillips, but it looked about wanted to be shared off. Nah, well, I think he came out and said that um, uh, Tip has been a bigger part of the Essendon Football Club than he has. And not just that, his story, like coming from like where he's come from, moving yeah. over here, being adopted, changing his name, and came over as a 17-year-old, did not know one word of English. Yeah. And to, to do what he's done, and obviously he came during that, if you remember when he first started, he came during that season where the drug saga happened, and he actually started as a halfback, someone who could run and dash and set up goals, and he's now become this dynamic forward. Yeah who was probably more known for his um, magnificent chase-down chase tackles. He's got a lot of them. Oh, yeah. He's got a couple some, of them in the highlight reel. Will Hoskinow and Anzac Day always sticks in my mind, that one. Good tackle. Next game, mate, Saturday. Uh, so your Hawks, are you at this game as well? A few brewskis, I reckon? Yeah, a couple to finish off the season, which <laughs> has been an all right season in my books. 8-8-56, Hawthorne defeated by Fremantle, 37 points, 14-9-93. Bruce kicked the two, while Amos, Tracy, uh, Amos kicked three. Tracy Walters and Emmett kicked the two for Frio. Uh, Day was good with 13-6 clearances. I really liked Moore's game as well with 27. And Hardwick, 25. 
going at 84% efficiency, while Sicily also had 25, going at 88% efficiency, 12 marks and 11 intercepts. Brayshaw was good for the Dockers, 33 with um, 10 score Romans and 8 tackles, while Sarong was just continuing his consistent season with 32, 9 clearances and 10 score involvements. Some of the things that I noticed in this game, in just his second game, Docker Tom Emmett, who prior to being drafted um, at 20 years old, uh, beat cancer and a serious Achilles injury. And he finished with um, two goals along with 17 disposals and at seven marks. It was, I thought it was a really impressive game by him. Yeah, that's a great effort from him. Uh, especially Achilles injuries aren't easy to come back from. Yeah, and that, the cancer. Yeah, that too. Um, he's had some health battles. It'll be good to see what he can do next year for Freo. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether he gets a regular game or... Yep. Uh, Jai Amis also, uh, he, he's looking like he's going to be a star, I think, down in that forward line. He took his season goals to 41, becoming the youngest docker in history to kick 40 or more in a single year at just 20 years old. He's one for the future for the Dockers. How do you see, have you seen his season and him his development from his first season? Yeah, he, this season's been really good from him. Uh, on the weekend, he looked really clean, really good. Because how um, tall is he in real life? Like, is he... Good, decent height, or he's yeah, he's not bad. He's just like average. When I say average, average footballer, like forwardish height. Yeah, but um, he he did look good on the weekend. Mm-hmm. I will pay that. He, he he did look very good. Um, it'll be exciting to see what he can bring to the Freo Dockers next year. Yeah, um, especially being in the position they are. Mm-hmm. Um, in would you say a rebuild? Not yeah, a rebuild. but at the same time, you wouldn't have been saying that last year. They've been probably one of the biggest disappointments this season. I think true. Um, it'll be... Because remember last year? It was only last year where Flag Manor was going around. Yeah. And they've dropped... I think they finished 14th or 13th in the end. Yeah, Freer in, in an interesting spot. Mm-hmm. But um, if he has a big pre-season, I, he could be one of the um, top forwards for Freer next year. Yep. Next game, North Melbourne versus the Gold Coast. North Melbourne, 2012-132, defeat 14th. Defeat, sorry, West Coast, 14, 13, Gold 97. Gold Coast, oh my God. <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Goal kick is Larky with nine, Ford three, Curtis two, uh, Roses three, Chol two, Flanders two. Disposal, Scott with 33, 10 marks, eight rebound, 50s. Sheasel with 29, Simpkin 29 with six clearances and nine score involvements. Lazaro was 26, 85% efficiency, five clearances, nine score involvements. Phillips, 26, 88% efficiency. Nine score involvements. Rail had 33, 22 contested and 11 clearances. Flanders with 29, 12 marks and two goals. Miller with 29, five clearances. Anderson, 29 with five clearances also. And Alice with 28 and seven score involvements. Now the big silver lucky kicked the career high nine. How good did he look? He did. Uh, Did uh, um, North want to win this game? Clearly they did. Well, yeah, I think Clarko wanted to um, make a statement. Yeah. After. Um, so, what side are you on in this debate? Um, they should have not won this game, or. I mean, for them, I reckon they probably would have done well with Harley Reid. Yeah. Um, in the position they are, they are in. Mm-hmm. I suppose there is a fair bit of talent in this draft, isn't there? Yeah, there's a fair few. Although, don't um, Gold Coast have three academy players? Uh, Gold Coast. Is it Gold? Yes, Gold Coast. Jed, Jed account- Walter, Jake Rogers, and someone else. Yeah, all top twenty. Yeah, picks. So um, it'll be interesting to see who they pick up mm-hmm. now. And Harry Sheasel. Yeah, 
How, how good's his season been for a first season? It has season? been good. Ticked over 600 disposals for the season. It's the most by any first-year player surpassing, I think he surpassed Nick Dacos last week or early in this game. Uh, yeah, it was last week. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll win the Rising Star, you'd think? Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, probably him or... Yeah, I, I'm backing him probably Sheasel, yeah. Sheasel? I would I would have probably said Ashcroft if he kept up his the form he had before his ACL injury, but mm-hmm. nah, he's been a superstar. It'll be... He, he'll be a gun. Yeah. Over the next two, three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, next game. Saturday night, we had Geelong v. the Western Bulldogs. Now, uh, interesting game. Bulldogs had to win to keep their finals hopes alive. Which they did, 11-13-79 to 16-8-104. Uh, I thought Ollie Henry, after coming from Collingwood to Geelong, has had a really good consistent season. He kicked the three for the night and Stingle kicked the two. Norton and Lobb kicked three. Lobb's had a good two weeks. Uh, Trelaw and Waitman in English both kicked two. Isaac Smith, didn't he go out in style with 36 disposals, nine rebound 50s, six in... Uh, Six inside 50s, six score involvements, and a whopping 947 metres gained to go along with, I believe, I got, I'm pretty sure I kicked the first goal of the game, actually. Uh, uh, I didn't catch this game, so I wouldn't be able to tell. And uh, Stewart also had 29, going 86% efficiency to go along with 14 marks and 15 intercepts. Menegola, 27. Parfit, 26, with eight clearances. While for the Dogs, you had Chalor with 33, eight score involvements. And five clearances with two goals. Libart also had 32 to go along with eight clearances and nine tackles. And Bonton Pally had 31 with six clearances and 10 tackles. Well, Richards down the back line had 29 with 10 intercepts and 584 metres gained. As I said, Isaac Smith goes out in style. And the number one was Roy Lobb was crucial in the dog's win. He kicked three goals, had 16 disposals, seven marks, eight score rolling, six clearances and 15 hitouts. That's the spot where I think he needs to play a bit more in the ruck. He, it's been noted that he doesn't like that position, but I think that's where he can be most damaging as well. Get up and down the ground. He's an athletic, he's an athletic individual, so he's I think a big boy too. Yeah. So you reckon he can do his most damaging football, rotating with Tim English through the ruck mm-hmm. and sticking down forward. I agree. He showed it, didn't he? Yeah. In the win with the three goals and the fifteen hitouts. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I know Hawthorne have gone with a similar sort of style recently, playing um, Jacob Kaczynski in that sort yep. of role, but um. I think that's a future for AFL coaches to go to that sort of main ruckman and then your media or not medium, but bigger forwards rotate through the ruck. Yeah. Do you think Harry Mackay could do that maybe? Yeah. yeah he, I did, could see he did do that a bit on the weekend. Looked a bit lost, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he, he could, if he played that role, maybe a little bit more, mm-hmm. he could maybe pick up some consistency there. Yeah. Um, how good's Isaac Smith though? Oh, how good's his season? I mean, not season, career been. Sorry. It has. Four, four premierships in it. Yeah, he played in the other way. Yeah, four prem. No. Oh. Fight. No, it's four premierships. He's not playing. 13, 14, 15, and then oh, he didn't play. Uh, when did he get drafted? Uh, 2011. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he didn't play. Oh, so four premierships, three at Hawks and one at Geelong. Yep. And one Norman Smith. Yep. I, um... Something came up on my TikTok the other the other week. Yep. And it was saying, who do you think's had the better career? Trent Cochin? Yep. Or Isaac Smith? Because stats-wise, one person outweighs the other. You're going to say stats-wise, Isaac Smith outweighs him, don't you? Well, no, sorry, accolades-wise. Trent Cochin outweighs him or Smith? Smith, I'd say, with four premierships and a normal Smith. And what's Cochin got three? Three. A Brownlow. Yeah, you, yes. A brown load. <laughs> Technically, yes. Technically. They've both got a few All-Australians, don't they? Uh, 
I'll check that. Hang on. Cochin definitely has an all Australian. Yeah, and Cochin does. And he's the premiership. And he's a premiership captain. Let me have a look at Smith. See his accolades. Jeez, the internet here is trash. Thanks, mate. Uh, as yeah, but definitely, it's a definitely a good question. If we go across, I I looks to be getting better internet than you right now. Go into go into the Isaac squad. Smith. Go view player. View profile. Biography. Biography. And then it'll tell you. It should tell you his accolades. Uh no. Hold on. Player history. Hawthorne, third best and fairest, 2018. Norm Smith medal, premiership side, 2013, 14, 15. Never. Never an All-Australian. Okay. It's interesting. There you go. Uh, Next game, mate. West Coast versus the Adelaide Crows. West Coast, 12-6-78, defeated by Adelaide, 17-21-123. Goal kickers, Allen with four, Darling three. Uh, Walker with nine, Rochelle with three. How do you say that? Saligo. Saligo, two. Disposals, Kelly with 35, eight clearances, 12 inside 50s, three goal assists, eight score involvements, 831 metres gained. Massive game. That's pretty big. Duggan with 29, Laird 37, six clearances, 13 score involvements, and Crouch with 31. Talking points, Eagles won the first half, going into halftime with an 11-point lead. And then enters the big Texan, Taylor Walk. I'm pretty sure he kicked six or seven in the second half. Yeah, I think it was six. Yeah, because he had two or three definitely at halftime. He didn't start off with a bang, definitely not. Oh, no. I um, I had a little Arvo nap on, on Saturday after the Hawks game. Did you in, um, also pop into, uh, what do you call it? What's the pub there? Cricketer's Arms. Nah, the other one. Well, that's where we went, Cricketer's Arms. You said you went to... No, nah, mate, Cricketer's Arms. No, nah, you said you went Cricketer's to the uh, place that sells good pizzas. What? You said you went to the place that sells good pizzas. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, oh, what's the one Connor likes? I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Mate. Um, oh, Royal. No, nah, mate. Yeah, I, I would uh, never. I would never be seen. Oh, in there. yeah. Is that so? Oh, I'd never be seen in. Moving there. on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll move on. <laughs> Good pizza we'll there. On. Yeah, great pizza. <laughs> I was pretty pissed. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, when I um. Yeah, saw the Eagles with a lead, woke up, and they'd lost by 45 points. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? Because oh. I, for a second, thought North might finish last. Yeah. But Luke Shuey and Shannon Hearn played their last games. That Did you expect Shuey to retire this year? Yeah, his body's not that, his not body's not up to it anymore. You don't think so? No. He's had a lot of injuries the last probably three or four years. Norm Smith medals as well yeah, in the true. 2018 grand final. Good grand final. It, I t- Shut up. Jeez, I love the boundary. Oh, shut up. It's a block, but anyways. Um, <laughs> we were robbed! We were robbed! <laughs> right in front of me. That did the rounds again. I know. The crows were robbed right in front of me. Right in front of me! <laughs> that's pretty good. That's a, it's an elite uh, little clip that's got going on there. Uh, and then we moved on to Sunday. Port Adelaide and Richmond. Uh, Port Adelaide got the win thir- by 30 points, 93 to 63. Frankie Evans kicked the three, and Rioli, Palpepe, and Lord kicked two. Uh, Bolton kicked two for Richmond. Some of the disposals, you had Rosie, who was really good with 33. 612 metres game with 11 score involvements. Butters had 30 with nine clearances, and Houston had 27. Dusty took the absolute mickey, had 33 with t- 12 score involvements and a goal. 
Uh, Dow had 27 with six clearances, and Jaden Short had 26 uh, to go with 85% efficiency and 735 metres game. Now, there was two Tigers debutants this game, one being Tom Brown and one we know very well, James Josias. They both played pretty good. Yeah, they did. For the first game. So, um, Josias had 17 disposals, five tackles, six intercepts, and five score involvements. And Brown had 16 disposals, going at 88% efficiency and six marks. Tell you what, it was weird watching James. I felt really weird. Did you? Because no, no, just watching it, and then he'd peer, and I'm like, oh, James. Why? Because you, you Yeah, because I'd, I'd only seen him a couple, I've only seen him a couple weeks ago, too. And it's just like, now he's in Richmond. Yeah, true. And it was just like, shame it was at Adelaide Oval, but oh, well. Good, good atmosphere for your first game, I would have thought, being in front of the port crowd. Mm. <laughs> Dusty, uh, Dusty still has it. Are you just this one game, are you putting that on or the season? State, the second half of this whole season. Second half of this season. So do you reckon he'll continue this form into next season or do you reckon he'll die down a bit? I reckon he'll continue it on. Do you think he'll be at Richmond next year? Yes. You do? Mm-hmm. You don't think he'll be going anymore? Nah. Because even if they do, they'll only get him for a year and I don't think they'll want that. They'll probably only get him for a year max too. He's well, like, you reckon he, he's done? He's like 32. True, but he... I feel like he has... He, he'll, wa- he'll want it. He won't want to be one of those players that plays for their 36, 37, knowing him. True. But I feel like he has a lot to offer the Gold Coast, leadership-wise, and he's still playing some good footy. Mm-hmm. Good party life down there for him too? Or hey? Good party life down there for yeah, him too? Yeah, good, good him place to retire. Yeah, it would be a great place. I know Buddy's retiring up there, isn't he, on the, on the Gold Coast? Uh, I've not. Yeah, yes, apparently. Yes, he is, because yeah, yeah. Oh, Luke, Luke Hodge said on SEN last night, um, Gold Coast or Brisbane should tap into him about getting like yeah, as a, a list co- manager, no a coaching job or like just running some programs or something. Oh, I heard that. Um, he's definitely retiring up there, but yeah. um, he might become Gold Coast's list manager. List or, manager, or um, isn't he a talent scout? Isn't his wife a list manager? Yes, or his wife's a model, mate. No, who's whose wife's um a manager? I've no idea. But it's not buddies. No, Jess, Jess, Fra- Jacinta, Jacinta, mate. Jacinta, Jacinta. No, she is. I'm pretty sure. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's a. Was it her? I don't know. You're, anyways, t- you're telling the story. No, but um, I'm pretty sure she is. Anyway, uh, anyways, next game, Ollie Lord. Maybe looked. I don't know. Have you heard about anything about his MRO? I haven't heard. But um, no. Port have locked in a third place, um, to face uh, and we'll face Brisbane at the Gabber in the first week of final. So that'll be an interesting game. That one. Yeah, I can't. I had to, I had someone tell me at work today. Port will do no damage in the finals. Thoughts? Who said that? Ghost of Richmond. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what do you yeah, think? That says it all. Um, I don't think they'll beat Brisbane in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Depending on who they play the week after. Yep. But they, I could see them doing some damage. I don't know if they, they'll make the grand final. Then I, in my opinion, I, I can only see three teams making it. There you go. She's a player manager. Player manager. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I knew she, knew, knew she was something in there, like doing stuff. Because I remember there being a story when his contract was um, being discussed last year. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, next game, Matt. Next game, Sydney versus Melbourne. Sydney, 7-14-56, defeated by Melbourne, 11-11-77. Goal kickers, Golden with two. McDonald, McLean, Wicks, Mills, Warner. Fritz with five. Melchin with two. Disposals, Golden with 42, nine score involvements, two goals and 572 metres gained. Mills with 30, 12 tackles, two goal assists and 10 score involvements. Petrarca, 29, 17 contested, 
Viney with 29, 12 tackles, and Oliver with 25 talking points. If he wasn't already a lock, lock in Gordon for an All-Australian. Do you agree with me now? I do agree with you, yes. Yeah. He's had an unbelievable season. He's probably had one or two bad games. I can that's it. Yeah, he's the game very when good. he was ta- very good. Who, was he tagged by McGuinness? Was it or who was I he? I don't know. McGuinness tags everyone, mate. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, he did tags everyone. Um, <laughs> he's pretty good at tagging. He is. He is. But as um, who, as Simon Goodwin says, uh, I don't think he wants to get the ball. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about those comments? When Simon Goodwin says McGuinness is the type of player that doesn't want the ball. Haven't you seen that? I have seen that, but he got didn't he get more disposals than all for that day? Yeah. So, but when you're tagging someone. Your goal is to stop them from getting the ball. Exactly. And by doing that, you've got to put your own game in, je- well, in jeopardy, but you've got to sacrifice mm. your game. Like exactly. You can't go out and have 40 touches while tagging someone because if you want to get the ball, you have to play off your man. Remind me to have a look at this mic when we're done. There's wobbling around everywhere. I know. It's, it's a bit... Oh, I did say that before <laughs> Yeah, you did say it. You'd say it, but I'm going to have a fiddle with it later. On, but. I, I, uh, we, we blame, we blame uh, Harry. We blame Harry. Blame Harry? <laughs> yeah. yeah, stuff that guy. No, jokes. Bailey um, Fritch crushes Swan's hopes of a sixth-place finish in a home and a home final with three late goals in the last quarter for a bag of five. Geez, that must have hurt. Because they could have got – imagine them at the SCG. Oh, yeah. They, they would have played uh, – St Kilda, I think. And I would have backed Sydney. Oh, oh yeah. SCG. No way. They're coming, though. They're coming hard, Who? Sydney. You reckon they can go deep in finals? Uh, I'd, I'd back the other Sydney team over them, to be honest. GWS? They're a dark horse. Yeah, yeah. Depending on who they come up against. Yeah, but Melksham ruptured his ACL. That's so bad. I'm um, so sad because he was being a crucial person in that. Yeah, season. and if Melbourne do make the grand final, he's played. A, he's had a pretty good season, mm-hmm. and if he misses out on that, yeah, that'll be big. Who who replaces him? Do you reckon? <sighs> Did you see Grundy's performance in the VFL? Yeah, 35, kicked three, and had like 20-odd hit, 20 or 30-odd hit. That's pretty big. Oh, so what are you saying? Putting um, Grundy as the fo- most players in the forward? I'm just saying that's big. But then McDonald had five goals. Yeah. So either of them were the re- replacements, I think. I think Harms kicked two and had 26 or 28 as well. They've got they've got the depth for it, mm-hmm. but you'd want a bigger body, wouldn't you? Oh, Jake Melksham's not that tall. He's just a role player. True. He's not that true. big. He's not a key position player. Yeah, true, but I would have thought you'd want a bit of height down there. Maybe. In comes Grundy. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy's farewell as well. Oh, that was great to see him getting around in the car, wasn't it? It was. It was. He had a couple of tears. Yeah, a little, little few tears. But no, nah, it was good. Uh, legend of the game, one of the greats. Mm. Top three? Top three best players of all time? I think so. Definitely. He's the best of our generation. Oh. That's hard to say because you got Gary Abbott Jr. as well. Yeah. It's them too. But he's had some big moments. Gary Abbott Jr. has two Brownlows, one at a team. Yeah. That was, one as a team that yeah, was absolutely shocking. Easier to stand out. Yeah, but, but then they're losing most games and he's still getting three votes. Yeah, true. But and he nearly single-handedly takes No wonder his shoulders were sore at the end of the Yeah, end of no shit. No shit. <laughs> Next game, mate. Uh, Brisbane, St. Kilda. Uh, Brisbane got the win by 12 points. Very inaccurate. 9-8-72, defeating Saints, 9-6-60. Danaher and Cameron kicked two, or Membry kicked three for the Saints. Neil at 30, continuing his form with 10 clearances and seven scoring moments, while Berry also had 25 with seven tackles. 
Jack Sinclair, what a season he's had again, backing up last year's season from his All-Australian. 30 to go with 87% efficiency, 10 rebound 50s, and 608 metres gain. And Brad Crouch had 26. Uh, some of the talking points. Brisbane completed a perfect 11-11 from the uh, Gabba this season. St Kilda made it tough. Yeah, they did. The Saints made it tough. I was surprised. I thought they were going to get blown out of the water in the ga- at the Gabba. Mm-hmm. Does this give other teams a bit of a look at Brisbane this final series, do you reckon? Do you reckon they're looking a bit weaker at home or? Nah, nah. There's no reason. There's which they have no excuse not to walk straight into a grand final. Yeah, I agree. I um, you know they've got the best um, like win record for the past three years out of any other club. Yeah, because a lot of them would be they're playing every second week at the at Brisbane too, and then they've been that high up. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they've got nothing to show for it. So I exactly. reckon this year it's a bit of a grudge. Yeah, it's annoying you, isn't it? Yeah, it's because you can hear it. Yeah. I mean, you, you can switch the mic over nah, to that one. No, nah, it's all right, mate. We'll, we'll it's just there. It's fine, mate. We'll just leave it, <laughs> you know, adversity. <laughs> you love adversity. Um, And then... Do you reckon teams will tag Neil for the final series? I think so. If no Neil, where's the drive coming through the midfield? McCluggage has been good, but he's not your clearance in an underbeast. So you don't reckon he could... If Neil does get tagged, he could step up and have that effect. Not not what Neil does. Neil's Neil's your disher. He get clean yep. hands, dishes it out to the likes of McCluggage. Yep. And that those type of people. So I think you tag Neil, it goes a long way to beating Brisbane. Did you see this miss? I watched it again I today. <laughs> it was so bad. It was everywhere. You couldn't miss it. It was all over it was all over the socials. Um Joe Danaher, you suck. <laughs> I would have kicked that with my left foot. I'll go down the road and I'll show you. That was so bad. Oh, God. For He's been a key forward his whole life. And he's you never, miss him from there. Remember earlier on, though, he was known to have a bit of a bit of the hiccup to his goal kicking. Okay, but from five <laughs> metres directly in front. Yeah. That's pretty bad. He's just tried to overkick it. It's gone absolutely wrong. I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't like know. to sit him down and just go, can you talk us through us? Talk us through what you just did. Like, did you go back and mark your run-up? The only explanation I can think is he sat directly in front of goals and he thought... He's done the Malcolm Blight. <laughs> <laughs> you know the one I'm talking about? Which one? Is it Malcolm Blight when he um, got the ball in the goal square and ran towards the points and kicked it in the points? Have you not seen oh, that? Oh, no, I have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I reckon he's just gone, nah, this is a piss-easy shot. Yeah. And Tried to kick the, kick the absolute shit out of it. <laughs> I can't, how do you miss that? That's a terrible... terrible not even Trav Cloak could do that. Oh, come on. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Next game. Uh, oh, what? That's you. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Carlton versus GWS. 11-7-73 defeated by GWS. 16-9-105. Goal kickers. Kerno with three to secure the Coleman medal. Back to back. Always with two. Uh, Greener had four. Riccardi Greener. three. Green. Uh, if he said Greener. No, I said who's, green, mate. Who's Run green? that back. <laughs> uh, Riccardi with three, sorry. Cogs with two. Uh, disposals, Tom Green with 35, 20 contested, mm-hmm. two goal assists, seven score involvements, Whitfield with 32, Cogs with 28, eight inside 50s. 200th game as well. Was pretty good, pretty good. Kelly with 27, eight inside 57 tackles. Walsh with 27, seven clearances, Newman with 25, 88% efficiency. How good has he been? Especially in the second half of the year, Nick Newman. Newman. Oh, he has been good. Yeah, yes. He's been very good. Very good. He's a smoky, not for this year, but next year All-Australian. I thought you were about to say Brownlow or something. So <laughs> nah. I thought you were going to say something. No, nah, I don't. He made the squad this year, but I don't think he'll make it this year. He's a smoky for next year if he continues. Yeah, this I form. can see that. 
Talking points, Giants storm their way into the finals. And knock out the dogs. What does this mean for Luke Beveridge? Do the dogs need to have a good, long, hard look at themselves? Yeah, they've got the team, don't they? They mm. have got the team. Do you reckon they need to get rid of, maybe get some new talent in? What, what, where do you see the dogs going? Well, Liam Jones is not going to be there forever. And he's the only one holding that back line together. They need a key back. True. True. They need a key back and maybe, I don't know, someone with a bit of pace in the midfield. They've got a lot of forwards. They, they need a, no, they, do you know what they need? They need a, uh, a role playing forward. But they've got so many forwards. Yeah, but how inconsistent have they been? They've been in and out of the side because they can't stick to a role. Yes. Well, yeah, look, I know. example, Artie Jones went a game without touching the footy. Played the whole game and had zero disposals, zero disposals yeah. one game. Remember that? Yeah. But what I'm... Unreal effort by him, though. That's that's hard to do. Uh, What I'm getting at, though, is do you reckon they need to get rid of some of their forwards and bring maybe in an established role player and some back talent? Possibly. Should they be going after Jay Gresham? Potentially. Should they maybe be going after Mackay? Uh, Ben? Yep. He looks to be going to Port... By the looks of it. But they could definitely go after him. Yeah, I know Hawthorne entered the race a bit late. Yeah, the Hawks aren't getting him. Nah. I, I just reckon they'd have to give up too much. Mm. And then just not willing to give up yeah. their picks. Who yeah. else is it? Could, I don't know who else they could go for. But it's disappointing because they should be in finals. They should be a top six team. Well, they've got a pretty strong midfield. Liver, Bont. Bit all one pace. That's the thing. That's why they need. That's why they yeah. need Bailey Smith in there. But they're not playing. They're playing him as another forward, mm. which is which could drive. We could which could be to their detriment because that could be him requesting a trade. Yeah, well, I've which got, which they can knock him back. I've got mail that he's pretty keen to go to the Hawks. He's also keen to go to the Cats. Yeah. He when he I first heard about it before it even got leaked because his brother is a flight instructor at. Our uni. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was Hawks mm-hmm. was his preferred destination. Yep. But how's he fit in that midfielder? That midfield was it came pretty strong towards the end of the year. Yeah. Who, who are you kicking yeah. out? Well, you're not kicking out Newcomb or Warple based on their form. And I don't think you're kicking out Connor Nash because where else are you going to play him? I've heard Connor Nash play. Like some people say, Connor Nash either comes off half back. He's very tall. Yeah, half back or off the forward. And maybe pushes into the midfield from there. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting thing. I mm. think Geelong fits what he wants with midfield time. And oh, yeah. The That's where they're lacking. Do that, yeah. Charlie Kerno secures back-to-back Coleman's with 78 goals for the season. Mm-hmm. That makes Carlton three in a row for the Coleman. Mackay. Yeah, because Mackay won it the year before. And uh, Wiedering got a fine. No, yeah, got a fine for um, t- touching. It was just a fine. Yeah, touching yeah, the, the eyes of Toby Green. That's right. If that was Toby Green, he would have got four weeks. Yeah, I agree. There is Toby Green tax. There is. Yeah, Toby Green tax is a thing. It, it's a hundred percent a thing. He knows it too. Acres did his collarbone. Yeah, so I that couldn't rule him. I don't know how um, bad that is. Meaning, like, what we can do. What. When he's about, if he's about at all for finals, but he's been really good off their wing. Good pick up for them from Freo. Yeah, it has been. Did this ended Carlton's win streak? Did it? Ah, uh, no. They, didn't they, did lose? they They lost last week, didn't they? Uh yeah. It definitely didn't end there. They, they've dropped a the game. I just can't remember which game. They can dropped. you 
can you see them going deep in finals? Yeah. I can see them making yeah. a prelim. Yeah, I can too. 100%. Is there a possibility for Collingwood and Carlton to match up in the granny? That'd be a massive grand final. That means one of them has to knock Brisbane off in Brisbane though. I reckon Carlton could do it. Do you know I reckon Carlton could do it? I, 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 don't, I don't honestly see anyone knocking Brisbane off in Brisbane. If anyone's going to do it, it'd probably be either Melbourne or the Pies. Well, Brisbane look, made Melbourne look silly last time the Gabba, but then the lights went out, remember? And then yeah, Melbourne came true. back in the end. But they, they were up by about 40, 50 and points. And they had that close game at the G earlier. Uh, yeah, later, sorry, in the season. Yeah. But I can... Who, who do you... On a, who can you see making the prelim? Like, do you write any teams off straight away? Uh, St Kilda. Straight off the bat. They're not they, ma- they are no chance of making a prelim. So they're getting... I reckon they get knocked out week one. Yeah, that's a big possibility. Because um, the Giants are playing some great football. Yeah, so... I'm going to say St Kilda, Sydney, put a line for them to make a prelim. Yep. Um... I reckon anyone from – wait, show me the ladder again. Is it jo- – So what we're saying, though, do we put a line through the Giants? I'm I, not. I, I'm not. I'm not putting a line through the Giants. I'm. Are you putting a line through Port? No. So you're saying the prelim will be out of either – these people can make a prelim, Collingwood, Brisbane, Port, Melbourne, GWS, Carlton, Saints and Sydney, the only ones that can't. Yep, no. Especially St Kilda. Oh yeah, <laughs> they look there. Yeah, unless they just do the eighteen-man defense, Ross likes to do, and let's know when park the bus. Yeah, and then they just dish it off to Jack Sinclair. <laughs> oh god, it'd be uh, yeah. It's interesting, although a lot can happen happen in finals. Yep. Look, like if Sydney, uh, Sydney, if St Kilda beat GWS, I'll be surprised. I wouldn't be so surprised, I but, be, I, like, but I don't, I don't, surprised. I don't, I still, even if they beat him, I still don't see him passing the next week. Yeah. No, no way. Team of the week. That's Off you go, mate. You yeah. got it written down? Yeah, I do actually. Well, yeah, let's get the page. Uh, yep. Round 24 team of the week. I haven't got their stats here, but I've just got the type who I know roughly what they got. My full back line is Tom Stewart, Jaden Laverde and Ed Richards. Yep. Half back line is Jack Sinclair, James Sicily and Dan Houston. My centre line is Isaac Smith, Zach Merritt, and Errol Goulden. My half forward line is Dylan Moore, Taylor Walker, Toby Green. My full forward line is Bailey Fritch, Nick Larkey, and Jack Ginevan. Uh, yep. My midfield is Rowan Marshall, Andy Brayshaw, and Adam Trelaw. My bench is Tim Kelly, Connor Rosie, Matt Rowe, and Lockie Neal. And my sub is uh, Sam Flanders. Yeah, good team. Yeah. Oh, I can't argue with much of that. Yeah. Um, okay, now here's where it gets nit- gritty. And this this one's definitely going to be clipped up before the awards night's tomorrow night, isn't it? Pretty sure. What? The whole AFL awards night. Pretty sure it's tomorrow night where All Australia will be announced, Rising Star will be announced, Goal of the Year. Well, Goal of the Year is Brownlow no, night. No, Goal of the Year is Brownlow night. Mike but all, is all, all Australian. I know Rising Star's tomorrow night. It'll probably be the MVP, All Australian, all that. So I'm going to try and clip this all up by tonight. Here is my final All-Australian for the year. Now, it's been very hard. 
the back line specifically is the hardest. The first one off the bat, some won't agree with. My full back line is Callum Wilkie, James Disley, Tom Stewart. Has Wilkie done enough to be in there? I, I, but I couldn't. I thought Harris Andrews fell away. Yeah, but I think he's still better than Wilkie. Hmm. Anyway, chore team, mate. Chore team. Yeah, so full back line, Callum Wilkie, James Sisley, Tom Stewart. My half back line, Jack Sinclair, Darcy Moore, Dan Houston, has stayed a lock for about two months. Yep. Centre line has stayed there for about a month now. Josh Dacos, Marcus Bontempelli, and Errol Goulden. My half forward line pretty much hasn't changed all year. Toby Green, Taylor Walker, Christian Petrarca. My full four line is Carl Langford, Charlie Kernow, and Nick Larkey. My midfield is Tim English, Zach Butters, Nick Dacos. My interchange, Connor Rosie, Jordan Dawson, Tom Liberatore, Caleb Sarong. That's my team. So starting off again, just for a read up, full back line, Callum Wilkie, James Sicily, Tom Stewart. Half-back line, Jack Sinclair, Darcy Moore, Dan Houston. Center line, Josh Dacos, Marcus Bonapelli, Errol Gordon. Half-forward line, Toby Green, Taylor Walker, Christian Petrarca. Full-forward line, Kyle Langford, uh, Kyle Langford, Charlie Kernow, Nick Larkey. Midfield, Tim English, Zach Butters, Nick Dacos. And my bench is Connor Rosie, Jordan Dawson, Tom Liberatore, and Caleb Sarong. Thoughts? Yeah, uh, the only one I'd argue is Wilkie. But who are you bringing in? I, I thought Andrews fell away. I had him Andrews. Yeah, but I don't think Wilkie's been that much better. Yeah. I think Andrews will do enough to hold on. Yeah. But, you, you know, the old Australian selectors like snubbing people, so. Yeah, they do. That's what I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, and they might throw him in because he's never been one. They might, they yeah, might. As it, just you can't, you can't feel bad for someone. And then no, put him in. no, because he's a new name that's come on the block. They, they often notice that sometimes. Yeah, okay. They don't notice. They if, don't have the reputation. Yeah, they don't yeah, notice okay. it for Brownlow. The only other person it could be if they don't want to go a tall defender out there is Isaac Quainer. If they don't, if they want to go a small defender there instead. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It definitely will be. I think that is. To, is I think that, that tomorrow is tomorrow night. night. Tomorrow yes, night. so. Um, and then next one we have, have you got yours ready? I do, but I don't know if we've got the same one. Does he play for North Melbourne? No. Okay. Phillips, great grab. He's been so impressed at this point. First quarter, Phillips off the ground, goal. Oh, the big goal. Oh, good tackle on that occasion by Phillips. Aggressive tackle it was by Phillips. All right, you can lead it off, mate. I'm going with Jack Ginnivan. Oh, yes. I'm going some, with Jack Ginnivan. Read out some of his stats again. Let me just scroll back up. Sorry. Very first top in talking points. Jack Ginnivan. First, just his first quarter alone, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Two goals. Yep. Nine disposals. But he finished the game. 17 disposals, five marks, three goal assists, six score involvements. Yeah. He kicked three goals in the end, didn't he? Yeah, kicked three. Yeah, kicked three total. Three goal assists as well. For someone who's been in and out of that side all year. Start of the year, um, wasn't, he wasn't getting picked. It was uh, just he was suspended, club yeah, suspension. Yeah. But 
in and out of the team for yeah, yeah. pretty much the rest of the year, trying to find some form. I think he's the definition of an Andrew Phillips team of the year player. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just got a bit of goal about him. Yep. And to – what's the word I'm looking for here? To turn up like he has the past couple of weeks, I think he's been good. Yeah. Um, really just cements his spot in the Collingwood side and cements why I think he should be in the uh, Phillips team of the year. All right. Now, my player plays for North Melbourne. And his last name is a car. I've gone with Eddie Ford. Kicked three goals, had 19 disposals with eight marks, also had seven score involvements, and I thought he was really good for them. And I like the way he plays. Yeah. Do you know much about Eddie Ford or not really? I do not know a thing about Eddie Ford, mate. Oh, so Eddie Ford. So Jack Innovent v Eddie Ford. We'll put that up on the Insta story Friday for you to get in on the poll. And we'll see who gets the W this time. We didn't have one last week as we were both crook as guts. Yeah, true. And then we have a super coach winner. We do. We have a super coach winner. Now, I just checked. I was going to call him up, but I'm assuming the fact that it says he's in Dandong South means he's still at work. So I don't want to interrupt him at work. So we will go through the game, though. Uh, Where we go? Here we go. Our 2023... Up the guts winner for Supercoach is Riles, Riley Worsling. That's a massive, that's a decent score. He finished the season with 2,750, beating Coke with Ginevan, 2,395. Do you know what I say to that bloke? Serves you right for down, downgrading and making someone feel bad for a mistake they made earlier in the season. You pick their nickname, looks what happens, you get snubbed in the grand final. So that person, have a long, hard look at yourself. Pay up. <laughs> he did last night. Oh, did he? Call yeah. it? Why, after he lost? <laughs> you know what? Fair play. At, le- at, least he, at least he paid up. And then a minor premiers. I don't know. I didn't even realise they do this. But the minor premiership, no cash involved in this, but just uh, – Went to Chickadees, Cameron beating Pork Adelaide Powder, 2,546 to 2,750. Now, if we look over, I want to have a look at let's, – let's read out um, Riles' end team. Yep. Did, so, he play, did he play properly? Did he put, emer- like, players yes, to has. play on he, the bench? He has, he has. Okay, because I didn't. Okay, so this is, this is uh, his starting six defenders in the end. Uh, Jack Sinclair. Tom Stewart, Jordan Dawson, Dan Houston, Luke Ryan, and T. Dewar from West Coast. But then his emergency was Corey Wagner from Fremantle. And um, Oscar Mullen, I'm pretty sure his name is from Geelong. He's played a couple games. He's the, yep. um, what do you call it? The Irishman. The Irishman. His midfield is Marcus Bontempelli. Oh, and he's done the vice-captain glitch where you can vice-captain them if they played on a certain night. And then... How does that work? I can't... Can't exactly remember. I want to look at the. I'll have a look in a second. But he's starting. His midfield was Marcus Bonampalli, Rory Laird, Zach Merritt, Andrew Brayshaw, Tom Libertore, Tim Kelly, Lockie Neal, and Josh Dunkley. And then he had Jack Crisp as his um, emergency, and Charlie Constable and Jay Gillaby as the other bench. His ruck was Tim English and Rowan Marshall. Yeah, good ruck combination. And his, um, Nick Madden was his emergency. 
His forwards were Zach Butters, Luke Jackson, Errol Goulden, Connor Rosie, Tim Taranto, Taron Thomas, Ryan Marriage, and Blake Drury were his subs with Ryan Marriage being his emergency. And his top scored player for this game, I believe, was cool. Zach Butters of 158. Yeah. So well done, Riley. Your cash prize will be coming in the next few days. So make sure it's in that. As I said, don't know if you're still at work, so I'm not going to bother you and ring you up. I did give you the heads up, and I'd say I'd let you know, but says you're not home, so I'm not going to bother you. But again, well done, Riley. And uh, Coke with Ginevan, think before you make your team names, because it does come back to haunt you. Coke with Ginevan. It does come back to haunt you. Now, let's finish off with some tips and some uh, final uh, week one predictions. Let's get the finals up. First game Thursday, 7th of September. Collingwood playing the Melbourne Pies. Demons at uh, the MCG. A, I'm, not, I'm not 100% confident, but I'm going to back my boys in though. Uh, Melbourne for me. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. But in saying that, I reckon it'll be a very close game. Mm-hmm. Second game, Friday, 8th of September. I don't know why you guys didn't get the Friday slot. I know. Anyway, Carlton versus Sydney at the MCG. I'm taking the Blues. I'm taking the Blues as well. Saturday, the 9th of September, the 320 slot. At Marvel. Oh, no, wait. It's not at Marvel. It's not at Marvel. Oh, no. Not at Marvel. Saying she didn't get your home game. Oh, rats. They're almost worse than Geelong. <laughs> but uh, I'm taking the Giants in that game. What about you? I'm taking the Giants. Yep. Oh, they, they've got them pretty evenly matched in... Uh, oh, the, the favourite. Giants are favourite. Yeah, just. And then Brisbane Lions versus Port at the Gabba. I'm taking the Lions. I'm taking the Lions as well. All right. Is there anything else you wanted to finish up with, mate? Is there Was there any fighting over the weekend? Any fighting? Like, you know, UFC, was there any any results? Uh, no, not really. Apart from the Korean zombie retired. That was good. Who's the Korean zombie, mate? Um, just Google it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so thanks, guys, for listening. And next, next uh, episode, which we'll do that very soon. We won't do it today. We'll do it in a couple of days, I reckon, because... I've got a couple of days off. Uh, we're going to review our pre-season predictions that we made um, prior to the season starting for the bottom eight. So I've, I've put that up on a table, and then I'm just going to finish um, putting together what they ended the season with. So we're going to review that as probably our next episode, and then give – probably didn't even need to do our tips this week, to be honest. We could have done them next week. Yeah, no, no That's right. That's maybe right. they'll change. Maybe yeah, they'll maybe they'll change. change. But uh, – yeah, so thank you guys. We'll just double it up, I guess. Too easy. Um, thank you guys for listening. As always, make sure you stream this episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Make sure to go follow our Instagram, Facebook, and our TikTok where we post all of our clips. And make sure to leave a rating on Spotify that gets the podcast out there. Thanks, guys, and see you next time.